Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Today we're going to be discussing Super Bowl ads. Now, personally, I do my best to avoid anything to do with football, so no, I didn't watch the actual game. But hey, congratulations to both teams that participated, whoever they may be, for doing sports so, so good. Go team! When it comes to ads, though, since so many people watch the Super Bowl, these ads, if they're good or bad enough, end up getting passed around even more and talked about so much that even people like me, who do not watch the Super Bowl, end up seeing or hearing about them. Brands can expect to reach about 100 million people during the Super Bowl, which is why they pay millions of dollars for these spots. And you know what? For the most part, depending on the ad and company itself, that's actually a pretty good investment for a lot of these brands. If your Super Bowl commercial is funny or smart or heartwarming enough, you can expect it to go viral and raise even more brand awareness. And since we're living in an age where everything is political, it shouldn't surprise you that politics have crept into these ads. Because after all, if we can convince someone to buy a car worth tens of thousands of dollars while they're watching football, who's to say we can't convince them to support the cause or vote for the person we want while they're watching football. But first, speaking of ads, I have a quick message from our sponsor, Books. Just because she says she doesn't want anything for Valentine's Day, that doesn't mean she doesn't deserve anything. Not to worry though, the Books company has you covered. That's Books, B-O-U-Q-S as in bouquets of flowers. They offer farm fresh, sustainably sourced flowers for next or same day delivery. Order today and get 25% off your entire purchase. Go to books.com slash Lauren, that's B ouqs.com slash Lauren for 25% off with the code Lauren. And remember, Valentine's Day isn't just for lovers. Show your best Galentine some love. Let your mom know how much you love her or make the first move with the one you've been crushing on. Fellas, you think it's cold outside now? Wait until you forget Valentine's Day. The Books Company is here to make your life easier. They offer more than just roses. You'll find sweet treats, beautifully styled bouquets, plants, gifts, and succulents on their site. This Valentine's Day, spread the book love with your first love, your forever love, and your loved ones. Go to B-O-U-Q-S slash Lauren today for 25% off with the code Lauren. All right, the first ad we're going to talk about is kind of cheating because it's not technically a Super Bowl ad. You see, this is an ad that PETA was hoping to air during the game, but it didn't actually get approved, and I think we'll all pretty much be able to understand why. PETA describes this commercial as, quote, envisioning a world where respect is the right of every being and pays homage to Kaepernick and movements rejecting injustice. don't know what the criteria is for rejecting or approving ads. I don't know how much discretion or really what guidelines networks are given to decide what's okay to air and what's not. Obviously, aside from assuming that stuff like nudity, violence, and swearing are a no-go. And I get that Colin Kaepernick and the kneeling thing is a sensitive issue for the NFL, but really, should a third-party organization be banned from even mentioning it in an ad? 
I, I don't know about that. I say if PETA wants to pay millions of dollars to make almost everyone angry, then they should be able to. And I say make almost everyone angry because essentially no one liked this ad. Nobody. And I feel like PETA, even PETA, despite their apparent inability to gauge social cues and norms, should have been able to understand that the kneeling thing is controversial. If you want to promote your unrelated cause, you know, animal rights, I just, I have no idea why you would choose to attach it to something that is already so polarizing. If some people think kneeling during the anthem is disrespectful when a person does it, how do you think they're gonna feel when it's cartoon animals doing it? And similarly, people who are very passionate and concerned about the deaths of black men at the hands of police officers, well, they probably aren't gonna like having what they view as systemic historical racism being compared to eating fish. And next up we have Olay. And Olay, if you don't know, is a skincare brand. And I only feel the need to explain that because I know a lot of guys watch our episodes and the level of disinterest most men have in skincare never ceases to amaze me. Men, taking care of your skin does not make you effeminate. Please, Take care of your skin. That PSA aside though, I'm almost positive that Olay's consumer base is in fact predominantly female. So it's not really shocking that they chose a woman-focused approach for their ad. Is there enough space in space for women? Who wrote that? Are people really still asking that question? Operation Make Space for Women is ready for liftoff. Mission Control. Taraji P. Anthony. We have the opposite of a problem. There is so much space up here. Well, I could have told you that. When we make space for women, we make space for everyone. One tweet equals one dollar to girls who code. What does this button do? Now, I support women choosing whatever careers they want, including being an astronaut or working for NASA, whatever. And I also don't have a problem with Olay, a brand that caters mostly to women, choosing charities that support young women. I mean, I don't think there would be anything wrong if, for example, like Old Spice chose to fund a boys camp or something like that. I think that would be completely fine. And I don't think those parts of this commercial are necessarily political. However, what is a red flag that speaks to a, yes, left-wing progressive message in this ad is the idea that we need to consciously hashtag make space for women. I mean, I feel like with this, Olay's acting as if they're making some groundbreaking statement saying, hey, you know what? Girls, girls can go to space. Girls can code. Literally, no one is saying they can't, except maybe Saudi Arabia. If you ask me, the point of this commercial really isn't to advocate for women being in STEM since, hey, they can already do that. That is already a thing. It's more to woke signal to progressives and say, hey, we acknowledge that women are systemically oppressed in the hopes that they buy their crap. And that brings me to another thing I wanted to touch upon, which is the fact that there are different types of political ads, and in my opinion, they are not created equal. I'd say the first type of political ad is when actual politicians or activist groups make ads, and we saw that this past Super Bowl. Both Donald Trump and Mike Bloomberg had ads during the Super Bowl 
for their presidential campaigns, which I guess is kind of dystopian Hunger Gamesy if you think about it. And then in addition to that, we also had activist groups like PETA and Faces of Choice, which is a pro-life group wanting to have ad spaces but getting denied. Honestly, if I could choose, I would rather those types of blatant political messages stay away from entertainment and cultural events because not everything needs to be about politics, but at the end of the day, at least those types of ads, I mean, they are what they are. You know, they're up front. Trump, Bloomberg, talking about why they should be president because they want to be president. PETA, talking about speciesism or speciesism, well, whatever. It's their thing. That, to me, is a lot more bearable than when brands like Olay that have nothing to do with politics choose to use ad space not to tell us about their actual products, but instead to lecture us about politics in these gross displays of corporate activism. That's just so much worse to me because it doesn't feel genuine. It feels calculated. Olay is a billion-dollar company that sells skincare. You're telling me this billion-dollar brand owned by the Procter & Gamble mega-conglomerate just happens to be passionate about women in STEM at a time when a lot of the media is also passionate about women in STEM. Like, that's one of their, as a company that has probably tens of thousands of employees' core beliefs. They care just so much about modern third-wave feminist standards, yet they're also just coincidentally okay with operating and making profits in countries that actually do discriminate against women. Call me a cynic, but no, I don't buy it. So just tell us about your moisturizers, then GTFO. And before we go any further, I need to tell you guys about my friends over at Imperfect Foods. Did you know that all in all, over $218 billion of food goes to waste every year in this country, including 20 billion pounds of produce? That's because billions of pounds of food get left in the field, end up stranded in warehouses, or get thrown away every year. That's what Imperfect Foods is here to change. Imperfect Foods is the only food delivery service that buys the perfectly nutritious and delicious foods grocery stores won't sell and delivers them to you at a discount. So you can save money and spend up to 30% less than when you shop at grocery stores and help reduce food waste. Imperfect Foods flexible plans let you pick healthy seasonal produce alongside grocery staples. Plus, in addition to quirky looking but delicious produce, you can also get surplus coffee, discolored quinoa, off-sized eggs, slightly scarred almonds, and more. So start saving time, saving money, and saving waste right now. Because when you go to imperfectfoods.com slash Lauren Chen, now through February 16th, you'll get $10 off your next four orders. That's a total of $40 off. Just go to imperfectfoods.com slash Lauren Chen to get $10 off your next four orders. Sadly though, Olay was not the only brand that caters to women which chose to patronize their consumers' progressive sensibilities. Secret, the deodorant company did it too, and theirs was even worse. amazing athletes are performing. The crowd is going wild. But wait, hang on a second. It turns out 
they're they're women. Ooh, the crowd doesn't know about that. They, they quiet down. I mean, women in sports. Mm-mm, not too sure about that. Oh, but then wait, they remember women are amazing. They can do anything. Everything they do is empowering. And so they cheer with renewed vigor, not just for the female athletes who are every bit as good as the men, by the way, if not better, actually, but also for just how awesome in general all women are. Yes, screw inequality. Seriously, though, this is one of the most obnoxious commercials I've ever seen. And again, like with Olay, I hate it not just because its message is stupid, but because it doesn't even talk about deodorant. Literally, this commercial was just meant to let potential customers know, hey, by the way, we agree with your politics. And I was actually so confused as to what this ad was even trying to tell us what its message was supposed to be that I read its description that was released by Secret and it was even more pointless than I could have imagined. The brand writes that the commercial has, quote, the intent of kickstarting a discussion about kicking inequality just ahead of kickoff. More than two thirds of girls believe that society doesn't encourage women to play sports. So we are setting out to change this notion by spotlighting fierce female athletes specifically two major women's soccer players, in The Secret Kicker, which is aimed at defying conventional expectations and championing equal opportunities for women. Women can play sports. Of course, women can play sports. Women do play sports. There are entire leagues dedicated to women playing sports. Oh, but they don't earn as much as the men, therefore inequality. No, okay, if women want more people to be interested in watching them play sports, maybe they should become better athletes, okay? I, I don't know, I don't know. And the idea that more than two thirds of girls believe that society doesn't encourage women to play sports? As Forbes reports, according to the 2017-2018 participation survey by the National Federation of High School Associations, nationally, 42.7% of high school sports participants are girls. If girls play sports about as often as boys do, Maybe it's not that society doesn't encourage women to play sports. Maybe it's that society doesn't encourage anyone to play sports anymore, which is why we're all overweight and diabetic. There may not be some grand conspiracy or patriarchal attitude keeping women out of sports. Women do play sports, but I tell you what, after this commercial, this woman will not be buying secret deodorant. And finally, in another installment of what the heck does this have to do with your product, Sabra Hummus's ad made history, in a way, I guess, by becoming the first brand to feature drag queens in their Super Bowl commercial. Ready, Cracker? Chickpeas! I was born ready. I hope this doesn't give me helmet hair. Now, you might be wondering, how does featuring drag queens eating hummus sell hummus? Which I, I think is fair. But the thing is, brands have been doing celebrity endorsements for decades. And it does just so happen that right now, drag queens are celebrities in a lot of the same ways that athletes, singers, or actors are celebrities. So yeah, it is strange that Sabra would choose such 
adult-focused entertainment icons, shall we say, to promote their brand. But really, I think this says way more about where our culture is as a whole, that these drag queens are considered such mainstream celebrities than it does anything about this particular brand that I think is just trying to capitalize off of their popularity. Drag performances are very heavily sexualized. It's not a family-friendly pastime, and I don't think this is appropriate the same way I don't think it would be appropriate to have a burlesque dancer be held up as a corporate spokesperson in the grocery store. I love the Victoria's Secret fashion show, right? As an adult, I find it aspirational, but still. At the same time, I don't think it's a good idea for women in their underwear to be selling baby carrots. I feel like that is such a basic concept. It should not be controversial, but because drag queens are part of the LGBT umbrella, it's like common sense can't apply because then that would be bigotry. Anyway, that's pretty much all I have to say for now, but as always, I would love to know what you guys think. Are you cool with having politics and ads so heavily now, and do you think brands are only going to be doing this more in the future, or is the backlash that these ads will likely receive going to be enough to have companies back off at least a little bit? Let me know, but that's it for now. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and I'll see you next time.